Welcome to the Art from the Streets podcast. Art from the Streets is a nonprofit organization based in Austin, Texas, that provides those experiencing homelessness a sense of achievement, social connections, and income generated through the pursuit of their art. Enjoy these intimate and inspiring conversations with the artists that make up the incredible Art from the Streets community. Before we jump into it, I wanted to quickly introduce myself since you will be hearing me as the host of these episodes. My name is Claire and I've been a volunteer at Art from the Streets for about a year and a half now and I can't wait for you to hear these conversations. Let's get started. Hi Jody, how are you today? I'm fantastic. I'm so happy to be here. Good. Well, I'm so glad you're here. It's so fun to get to talk to a local Austin artist. So can you describe who you are and your journey as an artist? Sure. Well, so happy to be here. My name is Jody King, and I've been a, a professional artist for about 20 years. And I was not the kid that you know painted as, as a kid. I wasn't artistic. I didn't draw. I didn't do anything like that. I When I was a kid, I loved to dance. So that was, I guess, my creative expression. And I woke up one day when I was 35, like like a light bulb. And I just thought, oh my God, I want to paint. It like there was, I don't remember anything that precipitated the, the light bulb moment. I just knew I wanted to paint. I had no training. Uh, at the time there was no YouTube. There was hardly any internet. And so it was quite the undertaking, but I decided I wanted to paint. So I started and oddly, uh, I had a house out in Fredericksburg, which is you know about 90 minutes from here on the hill country. And the house was a sweet little bungalow that was built in 1914. It wasn't historic, but the Historical Society was doing a tour of homes for Christmas. And they asked if we would put our home you know, on the tour because we had recently remodeled it. So I had all these paintings laying around because as any new painter, you know, you just paint and you paint and you paint, right? Uh, but I had to clean the house. So I picked up some of the paintings and I put them on the wall, like two, maybe three. And to my surprise, the people that came through on that tour, a lot of them asked about the paintings and wanting to know who, you know, who painted them. And I was completely shocked by it. One of the people asked to buy one of the paintings, asked if it was for sale. And it was a, one of the larger ones. And I had it over a mantle in my bedroom and uh, didn't know how to price. I mean, what the hell? I didn't, didn't know how to do any of this. And she asked if I would sell it. I said, yes. And she said, how much? And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> let, me just, let me just throw out a number. So I threw out a number of $900 because there's no way somebody would pay over you know, a thousand, that just seemed astronomical. Uh, and she just said sold right away. So that was a lesson. I was like, well, is it price too low? Was it, I don't know. I didn't know what I was doing. But then another lady that came through asked, she had a store, a little gift store in town. And she asked if I would sell my art in her store. So it was just completely a fluke. Uh, I became an accidental artist. And so I decided uh, I better figure out what I'm doing if I'm going to be selling these in this store. And so that really put me on a journey of just teaching myself through gathering books, um, well, books, <laughs> <laughs> um, on, on how to paint. And, and, and that's kind of what happened. And I've been doing it ever since. Some lulls, you know, there have been times in my life where I've had to peel back from that a bit. But for the most part, what I do now is I um, 
so excited because I have a very successful uh, art business where I sell my art. I continue to do that. I've never stopped doing that. But I also saw a need to help other artists learn how to have a thriving, successful art business. So I teach artists both how to paint and uh, how to have a successful art business, the business side of the art business. Wow, what a story. That is so crazy. Once you saw that people were interested when they were doing the tour through your house, did you have this moment of, oh my gosh, I have to really know my stuff because I don't? Where, I mean, they obviously loved it for just your natural creativity and you didn't have that expertise. You were just self-taught. So was it kind of like, oh, I need to really dive in and learn? Or did you just embrace that it was your own self-expression? Oh, I had so much imposter syndrome. I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) What am I going to do now? I mean, I was excited for sure. But I also couldn't quite wrap my head around it. Because, I mean, listen, if you, I still have one of those pieces. And I look back at it now. I was like, why? Why would anybody want to buy this? It's so, it's very, I don't know, kind of juvenile. And it, what it was, was I was painting women saying sassy things. Shocking. If you know me, it's not a stretch. But I think that was what captured people because I was saying the things on my paintings that I wouldn't necessarily say out loud. It, you know, it was an expression. It was a way for me to use my voice that I hadn't before. So that was exciting. But to your question, I was scared to death, mm-hmm. but it was exactly what I needed because, you know, sometimes it's those moments in life where you're just asked to step up and you get to choose whether you will or you won't. And so I stepped up. Clearly. I mean, yeah, you've made it successful career for yourself, obviously on both the two sides of selling your own artwork and then also building this art business and doing workshops and everything as well. So that's incredible. That is so cool. Since you've been in Austin, how did you learn about art from the streets and why did it resonate with you? Oh, such a good question. So I lived in Austin for, for, well, I lived in the Hill Country. So I felt like I I was here in Austin often, right? So it wasn't a stretch. And then I moved here uh, and I lived here from 2005 to 2008. And then I left, went to Houston and came back in 2019, like at the end of 2019. And I was painting a lot because I had a a solo show that was coming up. So I was painting a lot. But then we know what happened in 2020. We were all on lockdown. I was just, you know, at my house. And thankfully, I had a studio or still have a studio that I could go to. But I didn't see anyone. So I didn't really get a chance to get out more into Austin and to really, I mean, it had grown so much. I mean, the change you can imagine from 2008 to you know, 2018, 19, you know, it had changed quite a lot. So I didn't know about art from the streets. I really didn't know about, you know, many of the restaurants around the corner for me, much less art from the streets. But in December, I got an email from somebody here on the team saying, you know, we have this organization. And it was just the first couple lines about what art from the streets represents, you know, creating an artistic community for the unhoused or at risk. I, before I could get to the e- end of the email, I was a hell yes. I was a absolutely 100% for sure. And the reason why it resonates so much for me and working with Art from the Streets resonates so much with me is that I've seen in my own life the healing 
value of creativity. And so, you know, that's what started just, you know, at, at tour homes and selling my art. Like I said, it was a way for me to use my voice and express myself in ways that I didn't feel comfortable doing before. So the healing value of creating art in itself, I don't think people talk enough about that, just really about how valuable it is. So knowing my own journey and watching, you know, and teaching thousands of other artists and knowing just how important it is uh, to be able to contribute to an underserved community is really what just lit my face on fire. I mean, if I'm able to help be a conduit for any sort of healing and to use creativity to do it, I'm all in. Can you tell me about the first time you visited the studio and you met with the Art from the Streets team? When you were with everyone and in the space, how did you see yourself building with the community? So when I first came to the facility, to the canopy, what I was struck most by was how beautiful the space is. It was so much more elevated than I had anticipated. I don't really know what I had anticipated, but I was really impressed at the level of care that all of the the volunteers and just the, the people from Art from the Streets, it's just the level of care that is taken to provide such a incredible, elevated experience for the artists. And it's just like, you know, I, I teach workshops around the world. You know, I'm going to Tuscany in June to teach there. And it is equivalent to any of the best spaces that I have taught in. And so I was really moved by that, about how important it is uh, for Art from the Streets to really serve the artists that come in here. Yeah, when I first came to this space, I had the same thought of, oh my gosh, this is not what I was expecting at all. And that's coming from someone who is not a professional artist. So knowing that you came into the space with the same sort of shock value just is even more of a testament that this is top tier, great space for anyone who's an artist. Oh, a hundred. People would kill for this space. (laughs) I mean, I would kill for this space. This is really, really remarkable. And and it's not just the space, you know, the breathing color provides, you know, the paints and, you know, some other things. So it's it's the supplies as well. Um, I'm excited because we're going to get to, when I'm working with the artists, we use Nova paints. And Nova is some of the best, it's the only paint brand that I use. And to know that Art from the Streets is providing, you know, paint of that quality, you could have easily just gone and get, you know, cheap paint but you're providing the best paint. So I just, it's just remarkable. You kind of mentioned it, how you will be working with the artists, but in December, you were approached to do a collaboration with Art from the Streets. Can you tell me about that conversation, what your initial thoughts were, and what ultimately led you to decide to support the effort? Yeah, well, I wanted, I knew immediately I wanted to support the effort, for sure. But the idea of a collaboration of me being able to come in and work with the artist intimidated me so much because, you know, I, I feel like we're all artists. I don't, I'm not any better than any of the artists, you know, that I work with from Art from the Streets. No better, no less, no better, right? And so I, I just felt intimidated because normally the artists that I work with, they know who I am. They have maybe followed me on social media. They know that I'm just 
sassy, my voice, you know, I'm irreverent, you know, I, I don't know. But a lot of these artists, they, they have no idea who I am. So I'm going to be coming in and I, you know, intimidated and a little scared, like, who the hell is this chick? Who does she think she is? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, we have this, this commonality and, you know, we are all the same. And so the commonality of just our need as artists and just humans to express ourselves, that's our common theme, right? That's, that's where we intersect. And so, yeah, I'm excited. So you will be hosting workshops for the Art from the Streets artists in the studio. As you're planning these workshops and thinking about how you want to facilitate them, what will be your process and what do you hope the artists will take away from it? My process is going to be the same uh, working with these artists as they are for any other artists that I ever work with. And the intention around it is to teach skills that can help the artists truly elevate their work to really like the fine art place, right? Because what's so remarkable about Art from the Streets is the artists are able to sell their work. There's you know several different opportunities, many opportunities that you provide the artist to sell their art. And the artists themselves are able to keep 95% of the proceeds. And for any of your listeners who don't know, most galleries or design stores or whatever it might be, they take 50% of the proceeds. So the, the, wow. the fact that artists get to keep 95% is so remarkable. So my intention around the workshops is, first of all, I'm, I didn't want to just teach one because the repetition of the information, I think, is when we really get it to get ingrained in us. And also, I want to be able to reach as many of the artists. Maybe they couldn't come on one day, but I want to be able to reach them, you know, as many people as possible. And the intention is, let's make the finest, most bomb-ass art you possibly can and sell it. Let's make some money. And the idea for anybody to get, you can tell I get so excited. The idea for anybody to get to do what they love, their passion, and get paid for it and get paid well is unlike anything else. It's like the epitome of just really living into your purpose. And if, if I can play any sort of role in helping these artists feel like, you know, some pride and have a win, like a, like a big W win, not a little W win, but it's just, we stack up those wins in our lives. And I feel like that can give us momentum in every area of our life. For sure. The beautiful thing about Art from the Streets is that it is a place of healing, uh, safety, community, but also again, earn some money doing this. And I think that's just a bonus to all of the other things that Art from the Streets provides the artists. Absolutely. And, you know, the, that feeling of pride, oh my gosh, nothing like it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely nothing like it. I, you know, I, I do a lot of things and we talked about this. I, I have business courses, you know, art business courses and I teach workshops and, you know, I do a lot of different things, I have a podcast, but there is nothing like selling my art that it, it trumps all of it. For artists to be able to create something, think of it like this, just blows my mind. An artist can 
bring something into the world. They are birthing something that has never been here before. It comes through them. It comes through their hands, through their imagination. They, it's never been here. And then for somebody to say, yes, I want that. Here's my hard-earned money. Nothing like it. So of all the things that I do, I love it. I'm passionate. I'm obviously very passionate about artists and helping artists. But oh my goodness, when somebody buys a piece of original art, just nothing like it. It's the best. Mm-hmm. So Art from the Streets will be hosting its annual fundraiser, Give Art a Home, on April 12th at the Cathedral in East Austin. And you are slated to give an address at the event and reveal a collaborative piece that you will be creating with the artists. So this piece will be auctioned off to support the program. Can you tell me a little bit, a hint maybe, for what you have in mind for this piece? First of all, I'm so excited about the April 12th event and how impactful and meaningful it's going to be for uh, the continuation of art from the streets and the support that it gives the the community, the artists. So I, it's really, I'm really excited about that. In terms of the collaborative piece, at the time of the this podcast, we have not started to work together. We actually we start tomorrow. I'm so excited. Um, so I have a very strong intention to not come in with uh, directing the artists on what they should do. I want it truly to be collaborative between us and them. So it's going to start with a discussion about, you know, who who they are, about what they think this should be, what about just like the painting that I had when I was saying sassy things, what is it they want to say? What is it they have to say? Because they have a voice. This is an opportunity for them collectively to have a voice to share. Maybe maybe it's their experience, maybe it's just about them individually, but in my mind, it's their voice, and I'm just going to help facilitate, you know, bringing it all together. I think that I think we all need that. I think the unhoused or at-risk population. I think it's easy for us to forget, and easy for us to maybe ignore, uh, and super easy for us to judge their circumstances. And my vision is that it's going to be an opportunity for them to use their voice. And we'll see what they have to say, right? It'll be literally collaborative. I am so excited to see what that piece turns into. And I'm so glad that you were able to come here today and talk to me about all this amazing stuff. So Jody, can you tell listeners how they can follow you, see your art, see what you're up to, maybe get you to teach a workshop or a class or anything? I think the best place for people to find me and kind of see what I'm about is to go to uh, my podcast, which is the Honest Art Podcast with Jody King. It's available on all platforms. And I provide a lot of just content that is helpful to artists and the artistic journey, the artistic process. So they could go to the podcast. That would be great. Or they could go to my website at jodyking.com. That's J-O-D-I-E-K-I-N-G.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jody, for being here. And everyone, you can follow Art from the Streets on Instagram to see behind the scenes of Jody's workshop with the artists. Be sure if you are in Austin to come to the fundraiser, give Art a home on April 12th at the Cathedral. And yeah, thank you so much again, Jody. You're so welcome. Thanks for having me. Thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to support the artist through donations or would like to purchase any artwork, please go to artfromthestreets.org. There you will also find any information on the upcoming shows in Austin.